Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys. Hello and welcome to City Update. Now, Lee Humphreys is joining us on the phone from his home in Cobham. Meanwhile, I'm here in Perford. What have you got for us this week, Lee? Well, do you remember, as we trailed last week in, um, rather than focus on individual events and stocks this week, I thought in what has already been an extraordinary year for global markets, we might look briefly at what has been a historic month for equities. In uh, November 2020, it may be remembered by some as the month of the vaccine. There's been so many of them pop up, we might even call it a vaccine fever. But um, we can say with a degree of certainty, at least, it's injected a bit of good cheer into the market. Who writes this garbage? I think that's, uh, unfortunately, I have to say that'll be you. Yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it's very good, Ian. Anyway, seemingly, uh, we've now got a path to normalisation. Markets in November started to toast the success of Sputnik V and other lesser-known uh, vaccines, such as AstraZeneca's, with the belief that um, with it will come a pickup in demand by the public to start purchasing the stuff that um, you know, we've prevented from being prevented from doing over the last six months or so. And this uh, sent markets... Um rising did it yeah well uh, you know it certainly did essentially these were sort of rising everywhere as well in um, as, a, as a general rule the worse the index did prior to the vaccine announcements the better uh, they did um thereafter in the u.s the various indexes were up around 10 to 12 percent but over in a uh, over in asia there were even bigger performances the uh, cosby that's over in korea uh, rose 14% in November. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was up 15%. It's now 12% higher on the year. And Thailand, I actually can't remember what their index is called, rose 18.5%. Meanwhile, in China, the Shenzhen was a, a relative underperformer in Asia, up just 2%. However, um, it is 30% higher year to date. And as we've said before here, one of the few countries around the world that will see its con- economy grow in 2020. Right. Now, um, you've been talking here about uh, stock markets. Um, so did bonds do the same sort of same rally as the uh, stocks? And what's happened in Europe over the month? Yeah, um, good questions. Well, the answer to your first question is overall no. Stocks on the month actually outperformed bonds by the highest level in nine years. And as uh, the second part of your question, as for Europe, 1.5 trillion euros was added to the value of equities over the month, with nine out of the 10 best stock market performances among 93 tracked by Bloomberg being European, with gauges for, uh, for, for Greece and Spain and Italy all rallying by more than 24%. And no doubt our battered city update regulars will have no doubt already inferred from the three countries I've just mentioned that essentially the more battered and bruised the index was before the end of October, the better it did in November. So um, speaking of battered and bruised, uh, probably our FTSE in this country fits that category. D- did that rocket in the same way? 
<laughs> no, it didn't. Um, uh, the exemption in Europe was, as uh, you sort of uh, alluded to, the FTSE 100, which um, still mustered a very respectable 12.5% gain, which was equal to that of the Dow Jones incidentally, but lagged way behind the likes of Spain's IBEX index, which was up 25%. Um, you know, but with January the 1st looming fast, and as you constantly remind us at the end of each show in No Deal in Sight, the FTSE 100 uh, has got other issues to concern itself with right now. So f- from all this info, is it possible to say how certain sectors within Europe performed, as with other countries, shares in certain sectors must have done better or worse than others? Yeah, it is it's certainly possible uh, to, uh, to look at that. Equity uh, markets in Europe uh, are actually uh, broken down into sort of approximately 20 broad sectors. All 20 were in positive territory at the end of the month and again reflected a similar pattern in that by and large the worse a sector had performed throughout the year the better it did on the back of the vaccine news in November. So what were these uh, best performing sectors then? Well um, top spot um, just went to the energy names rising on average by 31%. Helps in no small part actually by a a rise in Brent oil, which itself increased by a value of 26%, but is still nearly 30% lower, would you believe, on where it started the year. Um, And then next came the the banks who added 30% in value, partly because um, they might uh, be now uh, be allowed by some European regulators, at least, to start distributing dividends once more. Uh, A rising tide lifts all boats, you might say. But remember, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago when talking about HSBC, if my memory serves me correctly, um, they have been trading as a group back to levels last seen in the late 1980s, would you believe? And much like the energy names, are also still off substantially year to date. Um, Which groups didn't end up doing so well, you may well ask. Um, Stocks that benefited under uh, lockdowns were under pressure. Ironically, actually, the healthcare names underperformed up just about 6%. This is really a a perfect case of it's better to travel than arrive. As their advance in the previous six months or so has been nothing short of mesmeric, really. Um, food and beverage names also ran out, ran out of steam with the likes of um, city updates and the market's doorstep delivery darlings, Hello Fresh and Just Eat Takeaway uh, lagging somewhat. And finally, personal hygiene and over-the-counter drug producers like Reckitt Bankiser and Germany's Bearsdorf weighed on the market too, presumably, because with the threat of COVID diminished, with the vaccine, people are going to go back to being the slobs they once were and not buying so much of their products. So with the vaccine euphoria diminishing, all the market really has left to focus on in order to keep this you know, incredible, maybe even unprecedented rally going is the possibility of fresh stimulus from governments because really without it, and the, the prospect of, and with the prospect of further lockdowns and restrictions happening in the new year, the rally we saw in November is on very, very thin ice. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Lee. And returning to my normal theme, uh, Brexit negotiations appear to be coming to a conclusion. Unfortunately, we don't know what that conclusion is at the time of recording. See you next week, Lee. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. 
In Pritchard and Lee Humphreys brought you City Update on Brooklyn's Radio. Brooklyn's Radio.